Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's around the house. So that average price for 2021 is $28,256 for 30 square. Yeah. So what are they talking about? Square footage? How far does that cover you? So that's that's a 30 square. And the pricing has gone up significantly. So a square, if you think about square, that's 100 square feet is what that is. Okay. So that's 100 square feet. So that's kind of where that number comes in for that. But so if you look at it this year in 2021, that's $28,256 national average. Oh my God. That's Last a lot. year, that was $24,000. So being 2021, if you waited five years ago, that was only $20,000. I know. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Caroline. Happy New Year, Eric. Happy New Year, everyone listening to us on this 1st of January. Man, where did 2021 go and good riddance all at the same time, right? <laughs> I'm happy to see it go. <laughs> Welcome 2022. Exactly. Well, this is not a best of show today. We are in here talking home improvement and Man, I did want to start out, though, Caroline, and say welcome to all of our new stations that we have on the radio out there. For all the podcast listeners, that's another way you can catch us. But I wanted to give just a quick tribute to On the House with the Carey Brothers because those guys have yes. been on the radio for years and years, and they just retired. And some of our new stations are so used to them being on the radio mm-hmm. today and where in their place. So we just wanted to say, hey, Thanks for tuning in to Around the House, and uh, we'll be your new home improvement source every single weekend. So, so welcome, guys. And we got so many new stations welcome, out there, like K-Pay and Chico, California, and KVFC mm. and Cortez, Colorado, Monster WGGH in Marion, Illinois, you know, WCSI, Columbus, Indiana, you know, and Montana. We're all over Montana now. KMTA in Miles like City. Montana. I love Montana. Missoula, one of my favorite Beautiful. places to go. KGVO, Newstock, and of course, uh, KLYQ in Hamilton, Montana. And Farmington, New Mexico, KENN, Newstock, AM 1390. And Texas, we're all over Texas now. Uh, Andrews. Lone Star. Lone Star State. Hello, West Texas, KACT. Hi, everyone. Loveland. KLVT, and of course, San Antonio on AM 930, The Answer, KLUP over in Salem Media over there. Love those guys. And of course, we've added Rapid City at KOTA. And there's so many more that we can't even put on here. I don't want to keep reading them off, but those are the early adopters (laughs) of Around the House. And there's a lot more of you coming. If we missed your channel, head over to AroundTheHouseOnline.com. That's where you can say hello. So 
wanted to kind of give a brand new beginning here for all of the new Around the House listeners today just for you. We're excited to be here. We're a little bit creative how we talk about home improvement. It's a different kind of show. This is not your typical call-in home improvement show. You're going to hear us on hour number one, which is right now. We're going to talk about a certain subject in hour number two. We always have a great guest in the studio here to talk about something and do a little bit more of a deep dive. So a little bit type of newer home improvement for you. Exciting. Well, let's get to it. So let's jump into, you want to jump into some roofing? Yeah, let's talk some roofing. It's a good, it's a good coming up on the new year, assessing your roof, look, look, see as to where you might be going for spring and if you need a new roof. You know, and there's so many things with roofing out there too. You know, there's so many windstorms that you see out there. You know, roofs in certain markets across the country last differently, you know, like out, um, you know, and down in Texas, hail is one of the biggest things that damage. Hail and the sun are the two biggest things that bake up roofs down there. And we're getting a lot of these torrential storms that are happening, like heavy duty rain, hurricanes making their way across, you know, coming up through Texas, coming up through the through the South and then, or coming up through the Northeast. And we're not used to our building envelopes. Aren't used to taking that kind of impact. Exactly. So let's talk about the different kinds of roof you see out there. So, you know, your most common is your asphalt composition roof, that three tab or, or architectural style roof that you see out there, just what people call the asphalt shingles, right? Hmm. And I, th- I think explaining a little bit about these warranties, because I, I think that people think that when you get a roof and it says 30-year warranty, you're getting 30 years out of that roof. And with the weather patterns we've been seeing, I'm sorry, that's just not the truth. And it's tough. You know, some roofs in some areas, you'll get 40 years out of a 30-year roof. Some places mm-hmm. you'll get 15. And so it's really okay. depending on what's going on and how well you take care of it. So here's the thing with 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 the, the three tab or the architectural, you know, composition asphalt roof. One, pricing's gone up significantly over the last year on it. That's one of the things that pricing's crazy. And we can talk about that here in a minute after we kind of talk about the roof stuff for a little bit. But really, I really like getting a good roof. And when I do this, it's not just putting the tar paper up anymore. It's not just putting up the tar mm. paper, a little ice shield, throw the stuff on. One, always follow building code. But two, there are complete roof systems now. So, for instance, when I did my shed, I did it first so I could shoot some video and stuff with it. And it's uh, made by GAF. Let's spell that again. (laughs) So, love those guys. And I did um, one of their nicer roofs. And you have to put down their, basically, their their ice and water shield. They had a... Mm -hmm composite style felt that you went down. It was not a tar paper. It was this new composite. Typical tar paper. Yeah. And it worked really well, uh, went on there really well. And then you had a roof that was very well designed for heavy sun and high winds. And I like that. Mm. It's very thick. So when it comes to roof like that, when you're looking at stuff, you kind of really get what you pay for. Yeah. And I think too, I think your installers are a huge piece of this because we oh, see over and over again, I've been on job sites where the installation isn't done correctly. And when that happens, it can actually void out your warranty. 
So it's important that you hire a contractor who has a good reputation for doing the job according to specs and following, whether it's you're using Timberline or whatever company you're going with, to make sure that they're following specification because if they don't do it, you may be out of warranty, which is yeah, not a Timberline good Timberline is the, is the line of shingles that I used with the GAF. That's what I put on my shed, and it was great. Mm. That is a great line of shingles, and uh, that's the cool part with that. But you're right. Now, there's one thing that I always say, you know, when you're looking at putting a roof on, is that I would rather see you pick the roof that you want and then go onto their website and find one of their certified installers that will Mm -hmm. put it on for Mm -hmm. you. That way you have a company that is used to working with that product. I think it's the worst when you've got a, uh, a roofer that is used to using, let's say they're a certain teed brand roofer and you go to put on Pabco or somebody else out there and they're not used to using it. I don't want them learning on my roof the first time. <laughs> exactly. You know, you so it really comes down to on just, your roof. Yeah, right. I don't want them learning on my roof. I want them to install because <laughs> it's important the right way to do it. And if they've been through all that certification and training, I promise you, you're going to have a better roof with it. And if they're certified through there and you've got an installation problem, and they've trained them, there's issues there that the manufacturer potentially could help you with, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the same, I think, with a lot of products now. These companies are offering on their website a place where you can get an installer for their product. And it's just a wise choice across, you know, many aspects of home improvement, right? Not just roofing. Now, hey, Caroline, when we come back, let's do this. Let's talk about some of the pricing across the country. And before we get into Mm. like, the metal and the membranes and the cedar and that stuff. Let's talk numbers. Let's talk about what those numbers are. We'll do that just as soon as Around the House returns. Be a part of Around the House on Facebook at Around the House Show or AroundTheHouseOnline.com. with Eric G and Caroline B, your source for home improvement every single week. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Caroline, we should talk a little bit about us real quick because we haven't done that in the radio here for a while. Yeah, and they're used to listening to somebody new and a lot of our new radio stations. So welcome, everyone. Well, so my background, I am a certified kitchen designer, and I've got about 30 years of experience now in the residential remodeling and construction, you know, Mm. scene out there from you know, running huge kitchen and bath dealerships, custom cabinet shops to managing large projects where we did a whole high rise of uh, interior design stuff. So interior design and construction, that's my background. And that's your Caroline, jam. you've got the whole other side. Yeah. Eric can answer any question for you. So if you've got a building question, you've got a kitchen question, a bathroom question, he is the person. So we love to hear from you. This is the time to hit them up too. We've got 
email, Instagram, Facebook. Where else are we? I mean, we're just all over the place. LinkedIn. Jeez. Twitter. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> LinkedIn. I mean, we're everywhere. Healthy Home Expert, Eric G, Caroline B, Around the House yep. Show, Around the House Nation. You can find us. So check us oh, out. Yeah. Come We've, join our family. Yeah, we're everywhere. And Caroline, what? So let's hear. Like, we didn't give them your background. <sighs> you just skipped right into that stuff. Oh, I was trying let's to talk about you for a second. <laughs> so I am an environmental consultant. I've been an environmental consultant for a long time, 25 years, let's say. And um, my job is to investigate homes and to assess indoor air quality, green building. I've got a background as a healthy home specialist, green building architecture. Um, the list goes on and on. So if you want to build healthy or do a project healthy, I'm here for you. And so combining Eric and I, you've got, got a pretty good array of experience and knowledge. So send us emails. We'd like to hear from you. Yeah. America's healthy home expert. Mm -hmm. So if you want to find us on social media, the easiest place is probably on Facebook, which is around the house show. You can find us over there. And then once you're over there, make sure you dive over to around the house nation that's our closed group where we really have a, a tight control on it over there. It's where people share our projects, get advice. And we've got a whole community on around the house nation. It's like Caroline said too, we're on Twitter, Instagram, you know, I'm Eric G. You can find me out there. She's Caroline B your healthy home expert. You'll find us just about every social media place. <laughs> so come ask us your All questions. Right. Challenge us. I like a challenge. Let's jump over here and talk about roofing. We teased before we went to break about roofing prices. And people really don't, a lot of people don't understand what a roof costs. Hmm. So what I did is I brought up Remodeling Magazine's cost versus value report. And if you're a longtime listener to the show, this is a great national average. And you can actually go over to Remodeling Magazine and take a look in your area to see what these average prices are for your area. So, you know, you think about it, if you're in, um, you know, Miami, it could be different than in New York, Kansas city, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Or New York. So this is where all that stuff is. So we're going to talk kind of national averages, right? Get now. out your wallet. And what, I, yeah, get out the wallet. <laughs> roofing's, roofing's expensive. expensive. And a lot of times it is more expensive than what they think it is. So, Let's look at asphalt shingles here to begin with. And this is kind of where it gets interesting. I'm going to get into the details of this just so people understand. Remove and dispose of existing roofing to bare wood sheathing. So let me say that again. So we've got 235-pound fiberglass asphalt shingles, minimum a 25-year warranty with new 35 with new 30-pound felt underneath it. Mm -hmm. Galvanized drip edge, mill finish aluminum flashing maybe a rectangular hip roof, custom flashing for skylights and some stuff like that. Okay. That's so basically just doing a basic, we're not talking about even putting on, um, you know, an ice shield or things like that, yeah, no. just putting felt down. And that's, and that, and that's also not including like some people don't want to use aluminum flashing. They might want to go with a copper flashing depending on other things that are going on in the building Correct. science. So this is your basic, this is like your bare bones your basic roof. So that average price for 2021 is $28,256 for 30 square. For, yeah. So what are they talking about? Square footage? How far does that cover you? So that's, that's a 30 square. Okay. So, you know, uh, it's, and it's interesting too, the number on the number of 
I mean, the pricing has gone up significantly. So a square, if you think about square, that's a hundred square feet is what that is. So that's a hundred square feet. So that's kind of where that number comes in for that. But so if you look at it this year in 2021, that's $28,256 national average. My God. Last year, that was 24,000. So being 2021, if you waited five years ago, that was only twenty thousand dollars. I know. So in five years, that's gone up now. eight thousand bucks, right? My God. So it's getting expensive. It's getting getting expensive now. Here's the crazy part: the value has not gone up much. The value that it gives your house, house right? That really hasn't gone up as much over the years. So it only gives you $17,147 of added value to your house. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And it's sort of, you know, it's funny about that. I mean, your roof to me is like, when I look at building science, it's like the protector of your entire structure. So to me, it's like, you always want to look at your roof because if you've got a bad roof, you've got leaks, you've got mold, you've got damage, et cetera, et cetera. So it's sort of like this priority thing, but- you're not necessarily getting the value back out of it. Hmm. No, but you got to have <laughs> it's it. Imperative. And here's the other problem: if you're doing it to, well, if you're doing to flip a house, and if you've got a horrible roof that's done, many times the bank needs to have that roof be decent, and the insurance company does to be covered. Mm-hmm. Like my roof here on my house has got out of a 25 year roof. I've got probably 18 to 20 years on it. It's got a few years left. I had to jump through a lot of hoops when I bought this house for the insurance saying, yeah, I know that they went back on a, now here's the funny part. They went back on satellite (laughs) camera and knew when my roof was put on, there were no building permits needed. They went back and said, Oh, we knew when the roof was put on. And I think that's wild. So they knew my insurance company automatically knew what what year that happened. So I have a question, and I'm sure our audience does too. Sure. How do you know when a roof is due? Because there isn't really any manual that says, okay, you need a new roof now. And we see a lot of this, you know, get mold, you get fungus buildup, you can get, you know, rot. Sometimes I see a roof that's been put on top of a roof that contributes to all kinds of water damage within the attic space. So what are the key signs that, you are going to need a roof. And because this is such a big expense, you need to sort of allocate a budget for this, right? So you're going to have to know, okay, six months to a year, two years, I'm going to need a new roof. You know, Caroline, when we get back, let's dive into that. Let's figure out what, when do you need that new roof? We'll do that just as soon as Around the House returns. Be a part of Around the House on Facebook at Around the House Show or aroundthehouseonline.com. Angelina, and you're listening to Around the House with Eric G. 
Welcome back to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, your source for home improvement every single week. Thanks for joining us. Well, Caroline, you and I have been talking about roofs today because it's a subject we haven't really dove in on. And you asked like the perfect question as we were going out to break. When do I need a new roof? Mm -hmm. And legit. And there's a lot of, yeah, there's some roofers out there that will get up on there and you have a perfectly good looking roof and they're going, oh, you need to put a new roof on. That's why you always want to get multiple quotes, Mm -hmm. right? Definitely multiple estimates. It's actually getting, it's actually getting harder out there to find somebody to do repairs to your roof because a lot of companies don't want to go out and do the repairs and be liable for them. It's just easier for them to put a new roof on. Yes, exactly. So let's, this segment here, let's talk about roof maintenance, repair, and when do you need a new roof? Like, for instance, if you have that cedar shake shingle roof, right? Mm. And so you got that shake roof, it's wood, maybe it's 20 or 30 years old. I have had companies come out, they spray it down and clean it. Mm-hmm. I don't want them up there just, I don't hire a pressure washing company out there and destroy the roof, Mm-mm. but there are companies that will come out, they'll clean it and they've got the right tips. Uh, they'll get up there and clean it. They'll treat it and they will weave in new cedar shingles where you need to. I have had people come up on a roof where two or three roofers have said, this needs to go. Mm-hmm. And I've had a company come in before we even knew, treat it. They put conditioners in, which also help a little bit with fireproof and it keeps the moisture inside the shingle so it doesn't bake out. Mm-hmm. And and it just kind of reseals it up really nicely. I have had an added five to 10 years added to a roof by just doing that maintenance. And so on a roof that I had that had cedar shake on it, we ended up doing that about every five years and we just kicked that can down the curb a long time. We got another 15 years out of that. Hmm house just having somebody come out every few years and doing maintenance on it that was huge now there are companies out there if you're in an area that gets a lot of heavy sun like if you're in you know desert southwest you're in eastern washington where i grew up where the sun beats down and there's not a lot of shade Mm. there are new companies out there that will come out and spray a conditioner on that roof that will add life to it. It brightens it up. It actually adds oils back into the shingle that have been baked out. Hmm. And you can get a few more years out of that as well. And so that, and that's just for a a composition, you know, asphalt shingle roof. That's really cool. So what do we look for if we're looking, if we're up on the roof and are we looking for destruction? Are we looking for rot? Are we looking for, I know from an indoor air quality perspective and environmental perspective, I start to really take a good look at the interior of the attic space. And sometimes you can see that and sometimes you can't, right? Sometimes people have open attic. Sure. Sometimes you're built, you got sheetrock right up to your up to your plywood or for OSB, whatever you're using. So I want to take a look at that and see the integrity. If I start to see mold, if I start to see a lot of moisture, I have this recommendation is go up during a storm. You want to go up in your attic when it is pouring out rainy, take a flashlight. I mean, nastiest weather you can see and go up to that roof and see what's going on in the attic space. You may see flashing issues, water infiltration coming in Mm -hmm. around the chimneys. Maybe you've got skylights. Maybe you've got other, you know, you've got all your exhaust fans going up there. So that gives me a real good indication as to what's happening during a storm. And then also the, the quality of the plywood on the other side. 
Yeah, when you're up in that attic, you're going to see about three different things. You're going to see, like, like you know, plywood, for instance, up there. You'll see the back of plywood. If it used to have a cedar shake roof on it, you might see strips, or you'd see it. You'd see the hardwood lumber strips across there. Mm. If they put shingles over those strips, then, then you'll see plywood or OSB up there. But you'll see that, either plywood or in its strand board, which is that chipboard, mm-hmm. or you'll see the strips of uh, even car decking sometimes I've seen up there, but it's pretty rare. Those are your most frequent three different ways you'll see that. And that's okay. But yeah, you need to be looking for all that moisture intrusion, mold, mm-hmm. maybe a previous fire, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that. I mean, you could see a lot of different stuff up there. Now, when I'm on the roof, there's a few things I'm looking at. One, if it's a, you know, a a cedar roof, you're just looking to see the condition of it, how the cracks are, you know. And for that, that's when I like to bring in the experts because you want to look at the the flashings and Mm -hmm. make sure everything's good. See where that stuff is because usually in many cases, if there hasn't been hail or bad weather, a lot of the areas that first show signs of of it degrading or in those areas where maybe it's a valley or it's up against the chimney or mm. places like that are the first places you'll see leak. But with a, you know, when you're looking at a, a more of an asphalt shingle roof, what happens is, is if you've got hail or storms that are hitting many times, it takes the aggregate off the top surface. So, you know, you get the layers of asphalt and then there's that, you know, crushed rock that's on the very top of that that aggregate. Once you start losing that aggregate, then what happens is, is the tar starts breaking down. The whole reason that's there is to keep the to keep to protect a, that asphalt layer below it. Once you start losing those, then now you all of a sudden you've got a black roof. So if you had a, a lighter colored roof and you've lost a lot of the particulate off that, mm, that's a good one. Now you've got a roof that's, that's a lot hotter as well thus adding more heat inside that attic space. So that's one of the things to be looking for. One of the big things too is you can get people up there with pressure washers. If you got somebody up there that's a pressure washing service and you came up there and, you know, started pressure washing that roof, you're, you're, you're one voiding that warranty Mm -hmm. on the roof. So that 25 year, 30 year warranty. That's my pet peeve. I've got this thing about pressure washing. I don't feel like you should pressure wash your building envelope, period. And I know people will give me a lot of hot water about that. But when you shoot water, your house is supposed to be protected. You don't want to shoot this really high pressure, whether it's under a shingle, vinyl siding, a roof. That's an extreme amount of pressure. And you get the water trapped under there. And I've seen many, many times where people develop mold problems. That's one of the things. And then, you know, moss is huge. Moss is one of those things. The moss and the lichen up there are things that, just eat into it and you can do a lot of damage with that. So you want to make sure you kill that stuff first. Then you can get up there with a soft bristle brush and knock it off and get those big pieces. Hey, of it. what do you think about those zinc strips? We talked about that a little bit and touched on the, the zinc strips you can use. I think there's zinc or an enzyme that can prevent all that. Yeah, there's zinc. They go across the top and you nail them across the ridge up there. They work pretty well. Um, you know, I like those a little bit better than chemicals. Mm. Uh, many times they'll get 95% of the roof. It's sometimes along those edges that you'll get it where maybe that edge, like the leading edge of the shingle, you know, I'm in Portland, Oregon. So where I live, moss grows on everything. I mean, it'll grow on your car if you're not careful. So well, it's one of those things you got to really and manage. And we see a lot now with the asphalt um, and it gets this black 
I want to call it like a, it looks like a mold, if you will. But you, it, if you look at almost every roof in the north, it's actually a mildew. A mildew. Yeah, that's mildew. Yeah, basically, we get that here. I mean, we get it on everything. I mean, the dry you're pressure washing your driveway here every year because that slime gets everywhere. So that's and that's one of those things. That's that you, an indicator. Like you want to look at that, and then also I look at when I'm out doing inspections the if the roof is staying wet longer than normal, like it's taking a longer time to dry out, that's an indication that you're getting yep. a lot of water infiltration that's surpassing the shingle and staying under that, which could potentially lead to rot. So what happens with that zinc strip is that basically just when the rain hits it, it washes a little bit of the zinc off, that runs down and the zinc ends up killing the moss and mildew on there. So my house, first two years, I actually had to, because they just hadn't maintained things well, I actually had to get up there and put the powder up there and let that wash down and let that kill it. So I was using one of them like Moss Bagon or hmm. whatever those, and that worked out really well. But it's just something you got to do to maintain it. Now we come back here for this next segment. I want to talk a little bit about cedar. I want to talk about metal. I want to talk about some of the membranes and kind of fit in the rest of the other ones out there because I tell you what, metal roofs hmm. are getting super popular now. Every year, 3 4 5% growth out of that because there's so many cool new colors, styles, and uh, everything else with that. We'll talk about that, Caroline, just as soon as Around the House returns. Hi everybody, I'm Ari Kameen from Steven Adler's band and you are listening to Around the House with Eric G and the beautiful Caroline. Welcome back and happy new years to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. Your source for everything home improvement every single week. Thanks for joining us. Happy 2022, guys. Hello everyone. Our new stations. Hello to all our new listeners. Can you believe it? Podcast listeners, everybody out there, everybody out there. We've got a new, a great in the next hour, we've got a great uh, guest coming on. We're going to be talking about really healthy paint, which is going to be awesome. So you don't want to miss this interview. And, and understanding paint, like what does low VOC mean? What does zero VOC mean? What does VOC mean in general? Yeah. He gives a really good explanation. So this is going to be a great interview. Well, we're, we're talking roofing right now. And uh, before we do that, though, you got any uh, New Year's resolutions, Caroline? I always make them, but I tend to not keep them. That's, but um, that's kind of why I my, think I'm going to go like, yeah. Well, mine is to not do one because then they never work. So I'm the anti-resolution <laughs> resolution. I'm trying to cut back on sugar <laughs> and reduce my sugar <laughs> content in my body. But have a Tom Cruise. But. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love Tom Cruise. For all our new listeners, I am a big Tom Cruise fan. Oh, yeah. They're learning something. Now let's do this. <laughs> Making fun of my Tom Cruise. Don't I be doing am, that. Don't be making fun of him. Well, let's talk to roofing here. So we were talking about, before mm -hmm. we went to, to break, we were talking about, I wanted to kind of touch base on metal roofing because metal roofing is hot. And there's, we're not just talking about like the metal barn roofing. There are so many different things out there. 
You can get roof that looks like shingles that are metal. You can get it that looks like that Spanish tile, which is another way to do it. You know, if you're in an area that really the 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 clay or concrete tiles don't work well in, you can get metal that looks like now. You can get it in colors and textures and metal can be just about anything you want it to be. And I love metal because the other thing it does that keeps the roof a little bit cooler as well. So I think they've come a long way too. like, so when we were looking at lead building and, you know, sustainable design building and architecture and all of that stuff way back when, because, you know, metal is obviously a more recyclable product. um, The complaint was often that it was loud. So that when you put on a metal roof, you know, you would have a louder, um, sound. And, Mm -hmm. um, I think they've gotten better with the, the soundproofing from what I'm aware of now. Yeah. They're getting a lot better with that stuff. And then the other thing too is, is that you just have to keep in mind is price. I mean, price Mm -hmm. is a big deal. When you look at a metal roof, remember we were, um, what were we at? We were at our, uh, 28,000 bucks for your average, you know, kind of three tab (laughs) asphalt shingle for the exact same roof. You're at $46,000 for standing metal seam. Ouch. So you have now basically almost doubled the price for that, for that same thing. So it's something to think about. If you're into the environment, though, you've got a a product that you can recycle. So that's kind of interesting, too, for people who are more sustainable. No question. And always when you're doing roofing like that, Follow the manufacturer's recommendations. I do not like putting, when you're replacing a roof, roofing over roofing. So I don't like putting Mm-mm. anything over the top no. of it. So you're better off taking it right back down to the shingles, pay the little bit extra, get it stripped down, get that weight off the roof. You know, you don't need to have those thousands of pounds extra up there. Take the roof off, start with a new system, start over. I never recommend going right over the top of something else. No. And we also, from doing inspections over the years, we, when we start to see a lot of mold inside the attic, one of the culprits is a roof on top of a roof. So, you know, you get a lot of moisture trapped in there. It's not a good plan. Yeah. And one of the things too, that I like about the metal roof too, is, is that it asphalt roofs can really heat up your attic. So the nice thing about metal is it reflects the heat a lot of the time. So if you get the right roofing material up there with metal, you, even though there's some sticker shock, you're going to get a lower surface temperature if you do this right in that attic space, which means in the summertime, you're going to do a lot more for keeping that cool. And uh, that pays off in the bills. So there is some return on investment when it comes to heating your and cooling your house. Is the warranty on a metal roof longer than an asphalt roof? Yeah, every company's different. But yes, many times... Those are a much different, you know, warranty on that. And again, you have to have somebody that's a certified installer to do that again. You don't want to just have somebody up there doing it because if if a metal roof is installed like any roof, you can have a ton of problems. The other thing you want to make sure too, code is changing, you know, dramatically. Yep. So you want to look at if you're in a fire zone. So like in Los Angeles, for example, you cannot use a wood roof any longer. So now a lot of these homes are going to an asphalt roof. Um, and that creates a whole other plethora of problems because, you know, we're used to the roofs breathing much better when they were wood and contracting and expanding. 
And so now we've got roofs that don't do that and people are getting more problems in their attic space, you know, just from overheating and then heating and cooling temperatures between the first floor and the roof and causing mold and condensation and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, you've got to really pay attention to your code and how that changes your building structure. You can't have a house that breathes any better than an old 1970s mm-hmm. house with a cedar shake roof on it. I tell you mm. what, that house nice. just is like a chimney. It just goes right up. You're good. And that house just breathes so well. So then what happens is people go, the cedar's gone. Now in our area, we have some interesting stuff because you're right. That is very susceptible to fire. The problem though is, is that we still have neighborhoods where they have covenants that say, by law, you have to put on a cedar shingle roof when you replace it because the whole neighborhood is going to have the same roof. Aesthetics. Yeah, Aesthetics. it's all about the aesthetics. So that's where you run into problems. So you've got building code saying something, and then you've got something that's on the title Homeowners. of your house <laughs> saying you got to do something else. It's the tough. Neighbors. It's tough. You know, and 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 I love the cedar. I, I think they just they they just look so good, but they do take so a little eloquent. bit of maintenance. Yeah, you know, they do. And you're right. If you're out in the desert, or if you're in an area where wildfires are key, there's some better products out there, no question. I'd, I'd sure look at metal because you think about it. You know, embers that are burning, landing on the roof, and they hit the metal, they're going to slide off and and land down closer in the landscaping or gutters or that kind of stuff. Versus on a composition roof, they do have some, you know, ability to stop a fire, but really uh, that metal does a great job of, uh, of pushing flames away for a limited amount of time. It's not perfect because the fire is going to try to get up underneath it, but mm. it does help. It does help. Now, other things that I love out there, I love I love when you get into historic homes. I love slate roofs. Mm. And I love all the copper slate's flashings. Got a, oh, me too. And slate's got an amazing, I mean, a really amazing life warranty, if you will. I mean, you know, you put something up there and they could, if you take care of it and everything's working well with the rest of the house, you know, you could go 75 years, 100 years. Easy. I've seen it. Now, there are some cool colors that are hot for 2021 2022 here kind of the light and subtle greens those are those mm. are very popular colors now in shingles as well as the light and pale blues like a sky blue up to maybe mm. a denim and then mm. beige and off white to me don't work well in my area because of the moss and mildew those show a lot kind of that khaki or tan colors as a designer with your designer eye, <laughs> how do you pick? I mean, it's hard enough to pick a roof. My problem as a designer, my designer eye conflicts with the common sense of what I'm doing. I love the dark colors. I do. It's the rocker in you. It is. I just love <laughs> that dark because I like the heaviness of it. You know what I mean? I love that bold mm-hmm. statement because then you can let the colors of the house be the colors of the house. You could have a yellow house. You could have a blue house. You can have just about any color house on that, and it still looks really good. The problem is sometimes when you do a tan roof color up there, when you start putting grays with it, it doesn't look as good. Now, before we go out to break here and head off to our next interview in the next hour, you can jump on to a lot of these things like Certainty has one. They have their Color View app where you can take a picture of your house 
and actually click yeah, cool. and put the color of the roof on your house so you can see what your house will look like with that new roof. Well, you know what that song is? It's time to go. I'm Eric G. And I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around, Around the, the house. house. Come on. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.